It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Dilly Pickles. Come again. Dilly Pickles for Dylan Peters. Pickles, by the way, is spelled with a Z at the end, not an S. Huh. One, two. And that's in the dirt from Dilly Pickles, and it's a 2-2 count. And it's also one word. Should mention that as well. Okay. Tuve steps out, readjusts the batting gloves. See a lot of the players with these on the Astros with the uh, all-white ensemble sporting the, the white batting gloves as well. That's true for Altuve. It's true for the on-deck hitter as well, Brantley. 2-2. And that is lined out on the right center field. Trout racing over. Headlong dive. Can't get it. Goes past him and rolls all the way to the wall. Altuve, he's on his way to second. He's around second and headed for third. And there will be no relay. It's a triple for Altuve with one out. Altuve's second triple of the season. And the only question when Trout didn't get there was, is that a triple or an inside the parker? Altuve, the runner at third after a triple. The one-two. And that's ripped deep to right field. Calhoun is racing back, looking up. See you later! A two-run home run for Michael Brantley. He now has a 17-game hit streak, and the Astros have a 2-0 lead. One away now from his career high of 20 homers. Michael with 19. And a bullet with two strikes. RBI 79 and 80 for Brantley. Redman with a, a unique looking bat with the logo of the state of New Mexico and the barrel of the bat in red. Here's the 1-0. And that ball's hammered up to left field. Listen for it. That's a career high, and the Astros lead five to nothing. He's hitting those line drives on those pitches on the inner third. It looks like he's at home run derby when he does that, right? Yeah. That's the way he hits them in the home run derbies. I mean, that pitch was on the inside corner of fastball. He just turned on it. He was able to pull it into the Landry's Crawford box. Runners lead off all three bases. Devo's 2-2. Swing and a miss. Stayed with the changeup and struck him out. Feist goes down with the bases loaded as the Angels leave him loaded for a second straight inning. And we're through five and a half at Minute Maid Park. Ninth inning, Astros with a 5-2 lead over the Angels. And Will Harris is into the game for the Astros. Roberto Osuna pitching in five of the last six games, unavailable tonight. So Harris looking for his first save of the year. Tani rests the bat on his left shoulder as he waits for Harris to come set. The 1-0. And that's bounced right side, right at Altuve. Second baseman up with it, throws to first, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros win their third in a row as they defeat the Angels tonight by a final of 5-2. to two. Well, yeah. they made big pitches when they had to, right? Ten batters left on base for the Angels. We talked about a lot of walks, but there were also some really good pitches made, good defense played by the Astros to strand all those runners for the Angels and to come out with a three-run win over Los Angeles. The Astros win another series. You know, you always hear about, Will, 
The differences between pitching in the ninth inning versus pitching in a different part of the game, that it, does it feel different for you when you're pitching in the ninth? Uh, no, you know, I'm just trying to make good pitches, man. That's about it. And uh, kind of lost my delivery there for a little bit tonight and uh, was able to able to find it there at the end. But, uh, yeah, I just tonight was a little bit of a struggle for me. So to get out of there without giving up any runs, I'll take it. No, you did just fine, man. Hey, how aware we always hear managers talk about we always know where Mike Trout is when he's coming up in a certain inning. Uh, how aware are you as a pitcher coming into a game knowing where Trout is? Yeah, very aware. You know, yep. I mean, he's uh, he's handled me really well the last five years. And so uh, walking Fletcher there, right, you know, in the ninth was not ideal. <laughs> like I said, I kind of lost my delivery there to, to – to, to, to Fletcher and then kind of to Mike and just kind of we got 2-0 and was like, man, I'm not, I'm not, I ain't walking two guys. So here's a, here's a heater right down the middle and luckily he popped it up. Yeah, thank goodness for that. And I mean, this team just keeps finding ways to win what night after night. You look at this homestand, seems like every game has, has been tightly contested, but the bullpen certainly has been a big part of it. You guys have, have really done a great job. Yeah, you know, I kind of was talking to the media maybe yesterday, I think it was, about, you know, with, with, with Ryan being down, it's going to make things, you know, a little fun down there. You're not really going to know how A.J. is going to match it up. And so we're just kind of all got to be ready and, and go out there and perform uh, like we know we can. we got a lot of talent down there. And uh, tonight we showed it, man. We pitched, we, we pitched well. All right, Will Harris, congrats on the save. Thanks for joining us. All right, guys, take it easy. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros wrap up a three-game series against the Los Angeles Angels. Astros have taken the first two games of this series, including a 5-2 win over the Angels yesterday. Alex Bregman, two hits, including a three-run home run. Jose Altuve, a double and a triple. He scored twice as the Astros have won three in a row and six of their last seven. Angels have dropped four in a row and five of their last six. Astros... 84 and 47, first in the AOS, eight and a half games ahead of Oakland, and 21 and a half games ahead of the Angels, who are fourth in the West with a record of 63 and 69. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Astros will send Framber Valdez to the mound today, as Valdez, he'll be making his first start. Recall today, it'll be his sixth start. Overall, his first start in, in this stint with the Astros. Yeah, we've seen plenty of Framber Valdez, and last year was more consistent th than he's been so far this year. And we know uh, about the curveball, and hitters have a, a real hard time squaring it up. It's just uh, getting to the point where he can get to that pitch. It's it's the fastball command that's uh, had him fall behind in the count where he can't really throw the curveball because he's not exactly sure uh, where he's going to throw that pitch as well. The curveball is more effective when he can kind of bounce it, uh, keep it below the knees and things like that. So uh, for, for Framber Valdez, he has Martin Maldonado behind the plate today who he's pitched very well uh, to in, in the past. Uh, I think that'll be a good thing to try to get him back in the zone. Meanwhile, it's Jaime Berea on the mound for the Angels. And 
talking about getting called up. He's, he's in his eighth stint in the big leagues wow. with the Angels this year. This will be his ninth start and 14th appearance for them. Yeah, and he's gotten a little bit better in, in some of those stints when he's gone back to the, to the minor leagues. Now, last year we saw him. He had a great changeup. This year he's more heavy on the slider, especially against left-handed batters. And, and instead of the two-seamer now, they, they've got him to throw more four-seamers. So the Astros are going to have to lay off the high pitches and look for something soft in the zone. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals and all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, Brad Ausmus, after the first game of this series on Friday, said that the Angels, they're playing well enough to lose, in yeah. his words. They've had opportunities in both of these games. Obviously, some credit belongs to the Astros for making some key pitches and making some key plays on defense and also taking advantage of their opportunities on offense. But, man, the Angels, they have to be frustrated with the way not just the series has gone. They had uh, three one-run losses in their previous series against the Rangers. Right, yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes you, you as a player, you don't want to do this, but you start to expect to lose or expect something bad to happen instead of something good. And, uh, it's just the opposite for the Astros. And you think about back-to-back -back innings when, when the Angels had the bases loaded and they stranded them. Uh, that's been a big big concern for them here in the latter going, and it's not going to get much better. They've got a tough schedule the rest of the way and still have five weeks left. Coming up next, we'll be joined as we are every Sunday by Jeff Luno, Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager, but now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park... Head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. And welcome back. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined as we are every Sunday by Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager Jeff Luno before the Astros take on the Angels and uh, Jeff Astros had a, a bit of a rough road trip but you look at the way this homestand has gone taking three out of four from the Tigers and first two from the Angels and uh, for the most part all of them pretty competitive pretty close games and the Astros able to, to make the plays down the stretch to, to pick up the victories in these. Yeah it's been a good week what a difference a week makes I mean a week ago we were talking and, and had a losing streak on but fortunately Greinke was good for us we won that last game in Oakland which was huge and then coming back here, I mean, we could have won all these games, but they've been competitive. I like competitive games because our guys are going to uh, obviously be facing a lot of that down the stretch. Uh, but the team is, is playing well right now. We obviously had a couple of big losses this week in terms of injuries. But uh, right now, the expectation is everybody will be back, and the team's playing well right now, and we expand rosters in about a week's time. So uh, things are looking up. It's always nice to be home and, and get some home cooking, that's for sure. And it's been a lot of home cooking this season. Play great here at Minute Maid Park. As you go for your 13th sweep of this season, you chose Framber Valdez to come up. I would imagine it's between him and Jose Urquidy. Why'd you, why'd you choose Framber? Well, a couple of reasons. First of all, Framber has been pitching exceptionally well. He's been punching guys out, hasn't been walking guys. And, you know, he's had a rough go when he's come up here a couple times this year. And, you know, we spoke to him about really staying focused and, Really want to reward him because he went down there with the right attitude, worked hard, and, and had success. And, you know, Urquidy is also a good option for us. Urquidy is starting to run into his innings limit for the year, so we figured this is probably at least a couple starts and maybe more depending upon how long Sanchez is out. So Framber has a little more breathing room in terms of how many innings we, we see him pitching this year. And, you know, I'm looking forward to a good outing from him today. You talk about Urquidy. 
bumping up against innings limits. Obviously, that's always something that you talk about this time of year. Is there a possibility we could see maybe some of those guys like Urquidy in September but out of the bullpen? Possibly, and I think, you know, Brian Abreu is another guy that's been up mm-hmm. here, and he could be up here out of the bullpen. Urquidy we see as a starter next year, and whether it's fourth starter or fifth starter, we want him to come in and compete. And he's been going to winter ball off and on, and we want him to kind of get a really full off season of rest. So it's it's possible that we might just let him uh, finish his season in, in AAA and then go home and rest. But we'll, we'll make those decisions depending upon how James is coming along, how the rest of the guys, uh, you know, when we see Presley back, how Framber pitches. There's a lot of variables there, but uh, all those guys are in consideration to come back. You talked about this week being tough with on the injury front, and it was on the same day that Sanchez with the pectoral muscle and Carlos Correa with the back issues again. Uh, where do they stand right now, and when do you, do it? Do you well, expect them? The good news is Correa's feeling really good, and when we compare this injury to the same injury last year, it's night and day. So is we it think the same spot? Same spot, but we think this one is, is really minor compared to what he dealt with last year, which is good because he missed a lot of time last year. So I do think he's going to be resuming some baseball activity here shortly. I'm still sticking myself to the time frame that, you know, first week of September he's out playing rehab games to wrap up the minor league season. And then he's got three full weeks here at the big leagues, which will give him plenty of time to get his bat speed back and, and be ready for anything that happens in October. You know, as far as Sanchez, we're taking it day to day. He's, um, you know, we're not really sure exactly how long that's going to take because it's an unusual injury it's uh, and and it's not something that we're used to and we don't know him that well so we're going to be really cautious there i do think though with him that if he comes back in september which i'm hoping and expecting he will it'll be more in a bullpen role potentially because i don't know if we're going to have time to build him back up or nor or need to because we have armenteros as a possibility mm-hmm. who can pick up some innings and we have a bunch of off days in september and yeah. we got two guys going for the cy young so they're not going to want to give up their spots right. so it should be an interesting september Aledmi's diaz playing in rehab games now slated to play in one today uh still the hope is he can come back on tuesday when he's first eligible that is the hope and and depending upon how things go today they play tonight at six o'clock if he feels good he'll come back get evaluated tomorrow and then hopefully be activated on tuesday uh, which will be good because we we miss him we miss his abilities out there the ability to play multiple positions it's been fun to watch toro and and he made some great defensive plays last night and he's been hustling down the line mm-hmm. um hasn't quite hit the way we were hoping but that's you know it, he hasn't had that many at bats yet either so but it'll be good to get diaz back in this lineup for sure what were your people telling you about toro before the call up well it's just a guy that's that you know first of all he was the hottest bat we had in in the minor leagues if you were looking over the course of the past couple months and um, you know, really making a strong effort at all parts of the game defensively, being able to play third, uh, being able to play first, second, et cetera. And we've seen it since he's been up here. Every time he hits a ground ball, he hustles. And he's, he's you know, sometimes down to first, 4.05, 4.04. And that's pretty darn good. So if he keeps that up, switch hitter. We don't have switch hitter in the lineup. It's uh, it's a nice player to have. I think we'll keep him in September and give him some at-bats and see what he see what he can do because I think he figures into our mix for next year. Jeff Luno, before the Astros wrap up this series with the Angels, looking for the sweep. And uh, Kyle Tucker, 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases uh, for AAA Round Rock, only the fifth player in Pacific Coast League history with a 30-30 season. Part of that is because most guys who are having a year like that, they're not going to spend the whole year in the Pacific Coast League, in AAA, but obviously Tucker with all the, uh, the the performance of the outfield up here hasn't been a spot for him yet, but I know you have to be pleased to see him go down there and do the things that he needs to do and, and be successful. 
I am. He's, he's had a great year. He got off to a really slow start, and our guys here, obviously, Brantley's having a, an amazing year, and, you know, Springer, Springer, and there's, you know, Reddick's having a, a, a rough patch right now, but Tucker will get up here. He deserves to be up here. He's going to get some playing time in September for sure, and, you know, I'm not going to rule him in or out on a playoff roster. If, he's, if he plays well here in September and he's got that speed-power combination and we feel like he can handle some you know, some tough at-bats in a postseason, whether it's in pinch hitting or spot starting role, you know, he'll get a, he'll get an everyday look uh, potentially for that. So it's going to be good to have him up here. It's nice to reward our guys, and it's amazing to think how well our team has done, what an amazing year Alvarez is having, and one of the top prospects in baseball is just sitting down there ready to come up. Yep, in Round Rock is playing well. Uh, they've got a two-game lead in their division. Looks like uh, they got a great chance to go into the playoffs again. How does that... Uh uh, set up your call-ups. Are you going to do it in maybe a couple of guys uh, at the beginning and then a couple more later? Great question. You know, on the first, I think we're going to need some immediate relief, uh, yeah. a couple of pen arms, maybe a catcher, maybe one more bat that can play multiple positions. So we'll, you know, the priority is always the big league team. But at the same time, you know, if those guys grind it out all year and make the playoffs, and, and PCL is a tough, tough league to make the playoffs because they don't have a first half and a second half. Right. you got to win your division. Yeah. You know, we want to reward them by allowing them to keep some of their players and, and try and win that championship down there. So if, if a player's just going to come up here and sit on the bench as insurance, I'd rather them stay down there, get the playing time, and try and win a ring, and then come up here later. So we'll play that by ear. There'll be a one wave on the first up in Toronto, and then there'll be another wave after they're done. Yeah, so next, next Sunday is September 1st when the rosters expand. Day game in Toronto, last game in Toronto. Does that affect or change things or complicate things as terms in terms of who you're going to bring up that day well it does because it's in another country we have to have visas right, and right. there's a lot of travel complications but all these guys that are on the 40 man have visas right now so uh, i should i don't think it's going to be an issue it is a day game it means they'll have to travel on saturday uh to get there but like i said we we make whatever needs to happen happen for the big league team if, if aj wants a third catcher and another reliever I and mean, we also got josh james coming back uh soon uh, he pitched the other night. He's got a, a, a little different delivery, a little shorter really? arm stroke, okay. and he's trying it out. And um, I think it's going to really lend to more uh, command, which is really what we need from him because the arm is unbelievable. So, you know, you, you can figure Josh James will probably be activated on the first, and, uh, you know, Diaz will be back. And we've got some guys here, um, whoever we send out for Diaz will, will probably be able to come back soon after that. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens, but I would assume there'll be some guys there a, a week from today. Jeff, I was thinking about this the other day, and not this year, but is Josh James still in the mix as a starter long term? He is, and I think right now we're looking at, you know, as an insurance in case Presley doesn't come back uh, at the end of the season. Okay. You know, who's going to be that guy in front of Osuna? Will Harris is obviously doing a nice job. Joe Smith has been really pitching well, and you think about us against the Yankees, and Joe Smith has a really important role to play. Right. But, you know, if we can get Josh James to the point that he was at last year when we were up in Boston and he's mowing through the middle of the lineup, throwing 101 yep. with a great breaking ball. You know, that's what we need. The command hasn't been consistent this year, but we're hoping this new delivery and new approach will give him an opportunity to do that. And, you know, that, that would be amazing if he could uh, play that role for us. Yeah, that might be, if there's one silver lining with the Presley injury, is it gives you a chance to kind of give some of these other guys in the bullpen a chance to show that they can step up and that they can pitch in meaningful roles, which is something you're going to need if you think about a potential postseason roster. No doubt. And even though we're playing the Angels and they're not likely to be a postseason team, 
when you're in the eighth inning and you've got to face Trout and Otani, that's the same as being in the postseason. You got a you got a small <laughs> right. margin for error there, and yeah. you know Harris has been doing it. Uh, you know, yesterday <laughs> Miley got Trout out with the bases loaded. Uh, pretty harrowing situation. But You're laughing now. Yeah, laughing now, yeah. But these guys, you know, they are, no matter what team we face, it seems like even Baltimore had those guys, Severino and so forth, that you know those are the guys that can do damage and, and knock you out of the game. And, um, you know, so our guys are getting that experience and we're getting different guys do it. And, you know, what Asuna's done this last week is amazing. After, you know, giving it up in Baltimore, he's bounced back and, and really been able to nail down. And, and four out of five days, I mean, it's hard for 97, 98 that last save there, yep. um, pretty amazing what he's been able to do, and I think that's getting him amped up for what's ahead. Last thing, I wanted to reiterate something I asked you last week, and it was about Kristen Javier. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just got bumped up from Corpus. He's making his first start in AAA today. You don't want to see him in the big leagues this year, do you? Probably not this year. Yeah. I think, you know, Abreu was, was added to the roster. We've got, uh, right now, anybody additional we add to the roster, we've got some complications in terms of who we take off, and I think Javier has put himself in a really good spot to come in and compete for either a bullpen or a starting spot next year. And he is he is one of our top arms, and I'm glad he's getting the the opportunity to go up to AAA, and, and hopefully he'll be on the mound when they win the AAA championship this year. Jeff Luno, Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Big drives, dramatic putts, and great fun with friends. Tickets for the 2019 Houston Open are on sale now. Ticket options for this year's event held at the Golf Club of Houston on October 7th through 13th include daily general admission tickets, week-long tickets, and premium ticket packages. Make your plans now to take part in one of the PGA Tour's premier events. Visit HoustonOpenGolf.com to find tickets and all the info on this year's event. Come for the golf. Stay for the party. Let's take a look around Major League Baseball as teams race for the pennant. Brought to you by Apache. Apache Corp. Exploring what's possible Well, you may have missed it if you went to bed early last night, but the uh, San Francisco Giants helped out the Astros as they defeated the Oakland A's, came from behind, had a a big inning, and now it's an eight-and-a-half game lead for the Astros in the division, while the A's, they're a half game behind Tampa Bay for that uh, second wild card. Yeah, you don't want to discount uh, what it means to to win your division. Certainly that's a a big accomplishment, and the Astros – you know, if they just play a little bit better than 500 ball this year, they'll have their third consecutive season with 100 wins, and, and, and that's awesome too. But right now it's almost a race with, with the Yankees and, and maybe even the Twins a little bit to, to think about who's going to have the, the best record in the American League this year to have home field advantage. That's going to be important as well. Meanwhile, speaking of the Yankees, the Dodgers were able to beat them yesterday 2-1. Yep. to one. Man, that's been some sort of series. Uh, each team has won a game, and they wrap it up today with Domingo Herman against Clayton Kershaw. That should be a fun one as the Astros and Yankees tied for the best record in the AL. Really should be, and I think a lot of people are, are talking about the Astros, the Yankees, and the Dodgers as being the, the three premier teams in the major leagues right now. And, and on paper, and when you watch them uh, on a daily basis, I, I think there, there's a good case that you could say that's true. Uh, it's who's going to be hot, who's going to be healthy at the end. Cleveland had a big uh, hit with Jose Ramirez. Mm-hmm. He's going to go on the IL with a broken handmate bone in his wrist. That's certainly going to hurt their chances, too. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.